What's going on, guys? Me and my favorite city with BSS Grind, man. How y'all doing? So, look, this is, of course, episode three, Grind for Whole Podcast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. So, today, um, I really do want to be talking about, as you probably read in the caption or, you know, read in the title or whatnot. This one is about watch out for Jezebel. Watch out for Jezebel. And I'm talking about the spirit of Jezebel that's been out there lately because, I've been talking to God, of course. You know, I talk to God, of course, quite frequently. If you're a Christian, you know what I'm saying? You're a real Christian. You're going to talk to God almost 24-7 to a degree. You're going to talk to God a whole lot. Uh, most of your life is going to become you praying and asking for direction, right? Even when nobody's listening, right? Or even nobody else around you can hear, you still praying, right? But anyway, the spirit of Jezebel, I've been um, experiencing a whole lot of things lately. Uh, even with... I know, but some of y'all, you know, y'all follow me on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, I just came off of a four-month diet, four-month diet and, you know, trying to get my body fat down and stuff like that. So during this process of becoming a new version of myself, and a more upgraded version of myself, a better version, um, God, at the, at the coming down to the end of it, he was like, stop. Right. He was like, stop basically dieting um, and basically do a reverse diet, like give your body a break. But during this time, God has really been teaching me a lot of things um, about sustaining the place that you are. Right. Holding your ground, um, letting your habits settle, basically, to a degree, because, you know, when you. When you learn new habits or trying to become a new person what's truly happening is in your brain and there are new neural pathways that are being built there's new there's new habits being built in you and it takes some time to actually establish a new thought pattern right basically you know subconscious has to be there has to be put in some new thoughts all right so i'm saying this you know kind of saying this over and over again but what i want to say is man god's really been talking to me about the heart of a person and temptation right to go backwards so for all of my people out there that's tempted to go backwards that's not really um that's been fighting a real good fight you've been on this journey that you've been on and you've been making some progress you have reached new levels and new heights don't be tempted to go backwards this is what I really want to say. This is something that God been showing me. I've had, uh, you know, visions about different things, but I'm going to take you all to Revelation 2, you know, because this is where God took me. Right. He's taken me here a few times uh, recently, especially in the past couple weeks or so. He's taken me here a few times. So we're going to say go to Revelation 2 and verse 16. This is where he started me. Right. So he says, repent or else I will come unto thee quickly and then you know this is him talking to the churches in the beginning all right come unto you quickly and i will fight against them with the sword of my mouth and he says he that hath an ear let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches to him that overcometh will i give to eat of the hidden manna and will give him a white stone and in the stone a new name written which no man knoweth saving he that received it except he received it. so even god even what i just said i didn't realize this was in here right this uh well looking at it like this remember i was talking about sustaining the person that you are this is what god is talking about right and we about to read on um oh, this is amazing so man i really didn't even realize that that was that was in there like that he was talking about the new name you becoming a new person so i want you to keep on listening right 
And it says this verse 18, it says, and unto the angel of churches of Thyatira, I believe, write, these things saith the son of God, who hath his eyes like unto, uh, unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. It says, I know thy works, talking to the church, I know what you're doing. It says, in charity, your love, your service, and service, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works, and that the last be more than the first. Right. Basically, he's really talking about the service because the least people they give in to these folks, they doing they doing the right things. Right. They serving. Basically, this is what he's talking about. He's serving the right way to a certain degree. Right. But he says. Verse 20, notwithstanding, I have a few things against you. Y'all got some good things going, but y'all got some other stuff y'all need to work on. He says, because thou sufferest a woman Jezebel, you allow a woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess. This is her making a claim herself, right? This is not God calling her a prophetess. She's making this claim herself. So this is already false, right? Jeremiah, I, I said, I, I didn't send them out there. They just ran basically, right? So it says, which calls herself a prophet is to teach, right? To teach one, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication. Fornication. This is not just physical fornication with the body to sin. That's, you know, that, that, that type of sin, right? This is spiritual fornication. This ain't just physical, physical fornication. If you commit physical fornication, you really have committed spiritual fornication at the same time, because what has happened was you have given in to a whole nother God, right? Because if you love me, you keep my commandments. But people of Christ, we follow him and we don't we we make sure that we put our own desires last or we cut them off in order to fulfill God's desire. So we be, we start to worship ourselves more than the creator. We worship the creature more than the creator. In order to do that, your actions have to line up with that. So you line it up with yourself, which you you become your own God, right? So you serve a whole other God. This is why this is put like this. So it says, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols, right? And it says, I gave her space to repent of her fornication and she repented not. She didn't go, she, she didn't, she didn't take this. I'm giving her a chance. And it says, and I gave her, and it says, behold, I will cast her into a bed and then, and them that uh, commit adultery with her, into a great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And he says, and I will kill her children with death and all the churches shall know that I am he who, which searcheth the reins and hearts, and I will give unto every one of you according to your works. So I'm gonna say this, right? Um, in order to be seduced, in order to be seduced, there, it has to be something that you desire in your flesh. Those thoughts that you've been fighting, um, the thoughts that I fight, right? All that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. That's the only that's that's where sin lies. Anything to do with sin, it's gonna come in one of those three, one of those three forms. Look at Jesus. Uh, well, when the devil tried to tempt Jesus, lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. All things coming through his desires. So in order for you to be seduced, this has to be something that you really want that like, let's say you've been um, working in your purpose and things are not going the way you feel like they should be going. Like it's been a tough time and you've been tempted to go get you um, a, a job that doesn't fulfill what God really wants you to do. Or you've been sick 
and um, like let's say even food, right? Some people, they know they're supposed to be losing weight. Um, they know they're supposed to be taking care of their bodies. And what happens is they fall into, into temptation because there's a desire in them that's not being met food-wise. They cheat on their diets because they're sad or they're so used to eating wrong or eating against their diet, right? The, the healthier way of eating that they fall in back into the trap of, you know, cheating on their diets and stuff like that. So this is something that is not being fulfilled in you. That's why you're trying to go backwards. So we're talking about desires. So something's going to look real shiny. Something's going to look real good. Um, even with my people, my single people out there, right? Um, lowering your standards, Lowering your standards can cause you to go backwards. And I mean, seriously go backwards. When you feel like you, um, you've really overcome, you've overcome the world, right? This is where even um, in John is talking about, you know, I write unto you young men because you're strong, the of John or Peter. But any, either way, um, I think it's John we're talking about because you have overcome the world, right? You've overcome the wicked one, which is the world, right? And you go and you try you um you're so tempted because you that spirit of and I'm not even gonna say um, all the time it's a spirit of loneliness because it can be a spirit of loneliness but we our desire to be with someone because in the beginning God said it's not good that man be alone that's why He made Adam a wife that's why He made Adam a partner right so that desire that you may have because you might not necessarily what you say be lonely right where we talk about pathological loneliness where it is you you you're seriously codependent you're not codependent but more so there's just that desire that's there and it sometimes it can be very strong and you are so tempted to lower your standards and lowering your standards we already know right um evil communication corrupt good manners Light and darkness don't mix. It's just not going to work out usually, right? Being unequally, even going back to being unequally yoked, it's just usually it just don't work out. Like you can't, you can go and do it, right? But it's going to slow you down in what you have going on. I've seen it for myself um, in the dating pool, just in life in general, like being hooked up with people. And it's not going to have to be romantically. This can be your friends. This can be your family, right? Being hooked up with people that don't fulfill your that's not on the same path that's not on the same journey your your destinies or your purpose don't line up so you all end up doing this like pulling in opposite directions and it's messing you up so that type of temptation so people that's going through that like make sure you hold it on make sure you checking yourself make sure you asking god uh, to strengthen your hands like nehemiah he was building a wall man and he you know 52 days he was asking god to strengthen his hands like let him give him the strength to get this work done, right? Stand there for the things that you got going on. That's um, really getting that's um, that you need. Like say you putting on the whole armor of God. Ask God, ask God. After you have stood, stand there for, right? After you've done everything you could to do, you got to stand. So no matter what's going on, because I I see it for myself all the time right now. Being an entrepreneur out here, like getting it, building all of this stuff building i mean building 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 and sometimes it can seem like you by yourself and god but god is with you right physically you might be out there by yourself to a degree 
but God is with you. So what I'm trying to say is, man, don't give in that spirit of Jezebel. It's going to be something that's going to tempt you to serve another God, to go another way that's outside of what God wants for you. That's what fornication is. That's what adultery is, because the Israelites, they served something else, which was their flesh or which was another God besides the God, which, you know, Jesus Christ, his father, but Jesus, Jesus, you know, his father. All right. We, we're going to get into all of that. But that's what I mean by that. And that's a part of what God is talking about here. I'm not saying that that's everything that God is talking about here, but that's what's going on. You know, even God um, took me to because now this is this is stuff that God is taking me to over the, you know, over some weeks, like, you know, where I meditate, you know, pray and stuff like that. And then God took me to, I think it was, it was Psalms and it was talking even with this. I didn't even realize that this even matched up to this till I just um, read this out loud just now, right? Where he was talking about, he would search the reins and the hearts of people, right? So, you know, David, he had took me to where David was talking about, um, he visited him at night. God visits him at night and he searched his heart and he found him to be true. Basically, he found him to be faultless. Right. He wasn't in sin. He was his heart was towards God. That's what he going to do right here. And that's a part of this process. I'm in this process myself, um, even with a lot of things like because uh, we all going to be tested. We all have to go through this fire in order for us to be sustained. Let me tell you something. In order for true change to happen in order for true change to happen you god has systemically built our brains to have to go through something hard in order for something to change normally in order for new habits to form we have to be put in a situation where it allows us to exercise the new habit well, we continuously do this thing over and over and over again. That repetition. That's why you see sometimes you might be feeling like you're doing everything right. And God is telling you, you're doing everything right. But the situation keeps coming up. It is strictly for you to continue to keep this habit up where you at or continue to grow that habit or that trait that's within you. That's the only two things. Right. Unless you just sitting there failing. But this is to people that's. Um, not failing in what they're doing and what God wants you to do. So in order for us to truly change, man, neuroplasticity, I want you to really look this up. Neuroplasticity, it takes an intense situation for new habits to be formed. That's why people with um, addictions, right? It seems like it can be so horrible for us, of course, besides all the, for, so horrible for, for us to change besides the chemical situation that's going on of course the dopamine cortisol um even uh the serotonin like these levels are high the good the good uh <laughs> the good hormones that's uh basically elevated above normal that's what's causing some serious issues for our body but besides that um it has to be an intense situation so that's why things can be so hard but anyway peter i think it was peter that was talking about um these five dub what is it i think it was james also man it's, it's peter and james right it's talking about these fiery trials which is to try you right um i'm trying to think of the scripture man of course y'all probably already know what i'm talking about out there but in order for us to make a change man things have to be intense that fire has to always be put upon us 
in order for new habits to be formed or for us to get better at something. It has to be some type of pressure that's going on. So God has systemically, biblically, you can see that he put the system out there, right? And then scientifically, the way he created us, you can see this is how he does it. So his word matched up with science, with his creation. So he made he, he put a system in place for you to succeed also. So people that think, you know, it's, it's hard for us to change and it's impossible for us to change that God has systemically put us in, put, put something in place for us to change scientifically. And then also spiritually, he put something in place. So it's possible. But to my people out there, man, watch out for Jezebel. Watch out for yourself. Right. Because Jezebel is, is she just presenting the information. She's just presenting the item. That's all I do. It's a Facebook pop up. It's a Facebook ad, basically. I'm not, you understand what I'm saying? So it's an ad that just pops up. It's right there. You don't have to choose it, but it's coming up. But it's going to be something that you desire that's going to cause you to get off of what God wants you to do. It can be sin. It can be sin, right? But it's going to cause you to really go down another path that God doesn't want you to go on. So, this is just, you know, it's a, you know, it's a short episode, but I really want to just talk to people about, man, watch out for Jezebel. Stay focused on what God wants you to stay focused on. Make sure that you stay in his face, stay in his presence. He will, he will give you instruction on what you need to do. He will give you that instruction. So stay with him, stay in his presence. Also, get hooked up with the gift, the person, the gift of prophecy that's that some people have. Get hooked up with somebody that have that, that's able to teach you. Not one that's calling himself a prophet, but one that said, hey, look, this is about to happen. Or you're going through this. Right. And it's and it's true. Them the ones you can that that I'm talking about. Those are prophets. The one that have to give. Not one that does like Jezebel that called himself a prophet and ain't told nothing of a coming event. I'm not talking about uh, women preachers. I ain't talking about that. I ain't talking about regular preachers, right? Just the gift of preaching and teaching. Those are not prophets. If they have the gift to tell something that's about to happen, that God has sat down with them in a dream or a vision, or they hear the voice of God and God is telling them, say this, this is what they're going through. This is how they're going to get out of it, right? That type of prophet. I'm not talking about looking in the word and saying this is about to happen in a revelation. No, that's written down. I'm talking about revelation direct download from God. I want you understand what I'm saying. Get get with somebody like that. That's what that gift is for. That's what it's for is to help edify the church. Like Paul said, that's why he said desire the gift of prophecy, because that's one of that's one of the greatest ones. Because that actually that really directly edifies the church. It gives you real instruction from God. Everybody don't have that ability. So that's why he put that out there to help those that don't have that. That level. So get with somebody that's real. Get with somebody that know the word, man, that's acting in a gift, that's in a purpose. Get um, godly people around you. That's one thing I can't say. You can't really be out there by yourself and you don't have nobody that you could talk spirit about or talk to God, like talk God with. Let me put it like that. Nobody that you can sharpen iron with. Get you get around somebody. Pray, pray to God leads and guides you. And y'all, y'all be blessed. Um, I love y'all. I do this for God and for y'all, man. I love doing what I'm doing, man. Y'all stay blessed. Stay focused. Keep going, man. Y'all can do it. All right. Let me ask you a question. 
why don't you get on the grind? Peace.